that you can run the marathon with, the cheetah, the carbon fiber blade. Yes. I guess the primary revolution idea that came through is really the gel liners, which allow people to put lots of weight on their, on their limb, but mm. especially in running. So there's different gel inserts out there that came to fruition years and years ago that mm-hmm. have allowed the runner to basically run a marathon or, well, I had a patient who ran 5 and 10Ks, and what he, how he described it was, usually I would finish my race and it would take me a week or two to recuperate. With this gel insert, I now can go dancing the same night. So it's, it's a 6 to 9 millimeter thick gel. It can be urethane, silicone, copolymer, different types of gel materials, and it's a socket to skin interface, so they, they wear it right over their residual limb mm. and, and then slip into the hard socket of the prosthesis and allows them to walk a lot more comfortable. And then these runners, these marathon runners or sprinters, it's just amazing that in this day and age, there's a bilateral, both sides, right and left, below the knee amputee by the name of Brian Reynolds. And he ran the marathon in three hours, three minutes, and 22 seconds. Oh. I mean, I can't do that in my sleep. Wow. So, and he's hoping to beat three hours the next marathon that he runs. Mm. There's a rumor that it all got started with the gel inserts that a woman's breast implant fell off and went into her prosthetic. Is that true? I haven't heard that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Tell us about, the, you know, there's an operation that I do when a person has arthritis in their shoulder and they can't use their arm at all. But in addition, they have lost their rotator cuff. So there's no cables anymore that help move the arm. And they, they're bone on bone. And it was a French surgeon who came up with the crazy idea of a reverse, a reverse shoulder replacement. Whereas a surgeon, I make the socket into a metal sphere oh. and I make the ball into a socket. You rever- reverse it. It's like Pablo Picasso on LSD. It's like yeah. the craziest idea. That must be the same feeling that you get all these years looking at how the ankle works and how it relates to the 26 bones that make your foot to now make a single boomerang carbon fiber blade as the foot and ankle. What was that like the very first time you saw and actually made this prosthesis so you can run the marathon? Well, you know, when people think of things and you look at it and you say, God, why didn't I think of that? It's so <laughs> So Van Phillips came up with this idea back in the 80s because he was a below-the-knee amputee, lost it in a boat accident. And he was also an engineer, engineer mind. Uh, at the time, I think he was going to school for something to do in, with uh, movies and things like that. But then he got into bioengineering because he wanted to make a prosthesis in which he could be more active because he was so active. Hmm. And so we tried different materials and came up with carbon graphite because of its ability to spring and spring back, you know, to hold that energy and give back that energy as hmm. it's running. And so it was very exciting. My active amputees, baseball players, runners, basketball players, they were very excited about it. And it made a world of difference on their ability to run faster and also had some little more shock absorption. So, yes, it was very exciting to see this. Before I let you go, one of the most fascinating things you taught me when I visited you in your shop was that part of designing custom designing this brace for the athletic weekend warrior amputee 
is that it actually has to be longer than normal because it needs to take into account the stride of running. So not only does it look ridiculous and not look like a foot and ankle, but you actually have to violate your basic principle, which is measure twice, cut once, and get the leg lengths to be just right. Why does it have to be longer and take us through that? How do you calculate the length it's supposed to be? Well, we have like a bench alignment that we'll start with, and then we'll watch the patient run. And it, it all depends, you know, if, they, if they're compressing that foot three inches while they're running, when they're just resting, it's three inches longer. Yeah, now, that's, that's an extreme case. Somebody weighs a lot, and so, but usually it's about inch and a half to two inches longer. So it's not a very good walking leg, but running, it smooths out their run. The pelvis isn't, you know, higher on one side when they're hitting the, the ground, and it requires less energy to walk, to, to run, mm. I'm sorry. You know, the circumstances of life, John McAtee, thank God you did not get into medical school. Yeah, you would have been a hell of a doctor. But because that forced you to be exposed to this world, all the people over these four decades you've helped has been far greater, in my opinion, than anything you would have done in a doctor's office. So we are very lucky that that circumstance took place, and we're all lucky. You truly are one of the folks who make this world a better place. Thanks so much for getting up early to be with us, and I can't wait to see you in the ocean. Very good. Thanks, Dr. Clapper. What a pleasure. All right, have a good day. God bless you. All right, Warriors, the clinic will be open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. Coming up next, is it your shoulder? Is it your knee? Is it your hip? And don't forget, I got to tell you what you can do that I learned from golfer Lee Trevino to make the greatest chicken cutlet sandwich you've ever had. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.